rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What the hell is going on, guys? This is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. What? Where you been? Where you been, guys? Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. What was I going to say? I was going to do a show yesterday, but my brain wouldn't cooperate. I started getting a migraine and uh, this is what I've had migraine since I'm a since I'm like 11 years old and it's kind of sucks but oh well I couldn't help it and so we're going to have one of our special guest stars tonight Mark C from aradicalu.com he's going to join us in a little bit to show us how to survive the last days of the American Republic. And when we're on the chat, anybody on the chat, please let me know how how everything sounds, and that'll be good. All right, and we already see, we already have a nice chat room filling up. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Richard W., already right out of the gate. Super chat. That's what that will keep the show going and growing. Not just that super chat, but many others. And if you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devil. And thank you, Jim, of course, for your super chat. Cause you know, this shit ain't free, man. I mean, even the, even the, uh, call in studio, everything is, it costs money. So, all right, and the ecam that cost my and so all right, this is a community show, and I hate to say that, oh, thank you, Jim. see, and we need our producers. The producer's sleeping behind me over there, so everybody be quiet, hopefully he won't wake up and start being bossy like he is, so I know he's he's adorable when he's sleeping. He's also adorable when he's awake, but sometimes he's a pain in the ass, too, when he's stepping on the keyboard. So Mark C. from A Radical U is going to, oh, very good. He's going to call him soon. I mean, well, I will call him on Skype, and we'll hope, hopefully it'll all work out, and I'll, uh, if not, we have the phones as a backup. And thank you, Haiku. Levels are good, sounds full, with no distortion or clipping. So, meaning it's uh, not a usual day here at Tarabuster Studios. All right, well, there's so much to talk about. But if you can, like I said, become a patron, patreon.com slash Devlin. Also, give the show a good review on iTunes. That helps. Keep the show going and growing. And remember that we also have a Discord page. The link is in the description. So you can hang out in between shows. You can, you know, talk to each other, talk to me. And it's a way, you know, this is a community, I, I feel. Because how else are we going to get through this? It's not easy. But on some level, I do feel, well, maybe I'm speaking too soon. But I do feel somewhat of the tide is turning in a way as far as Democrats becoming more um, unapologetic and that's what has to happen. So maybe the old guard will take notice, but I mean, I doubt it. People like Diane Feinstein or Feinstein, whoever you, whatever, however you want to call it. Um, she's, 
she's old. Uh, not not that again. I'm old too. So it's just that. Yeah, I mean, come on, lady, please, really, uh, go take take a rest. When your staff is saying that you need to, you know, you need to rest your brain a little bit, just go take a rest, lady. Get, let somebody else, let a younger person, mentor somebody younger in, in that position, right? Don't you think at this point? It's not like you're a Bernie. You know what I mean? And f the way I feel is that these are the, these people have like the old corporatists are, have been, you know, sucking on the government teat a little bit too long. They've been sticking around uh, well past their sell-by date and they're not helping. You know, it's time for the new blood the ones who understand that, um, you know, government should not be an appendage of the affairs of billionaires and that money in politics really is the root of all evil. Oh, well. Okay. Yes. Um, what? All right, guys, guys, guys. Let me say what else? I'm looking at the chat. A migraine is a terrible type of headache. Yes, it is. I've had them. I mean, I, I can tell you a whole story. Many stories. I've had them since I'm 11. The first time I, I, I had a migraine, I didn't know what the hell was happening. In fact, those who have migraines don't. I mean, it's when people say, oh, I got a migraine. I'm like, no, you don't. Because you, it's a different. It's different. It's not just a bad headache. For me, I get spots in front of my eyes, and and actually, the blind spots in my eyes get really big. And I, this is the first. The first symptom of my migraine is that I, I start seeing everything in half. It's the it's the most bizarre thing. It's hard to explain unless you've experienced them. And that's how it happened when I was a kid. I was like at my, I was at my cousins, my aunts and uncles house and my sister and my cousins were sitting around and I was saying to my sister, I only see half, I only see half of you. And then they were saying, they thought I was kidding around. They were like, get out of here. And then I started vomiting. So. And then I was so sick and my aunt had to put me in her bed and I, that's how I spent the rest of the party. I, and I, next time it happened, it happened again. And then my father, they took me to a neurologist who explained that I wasn't dying. I was, I had migraines and uh yeah so i've had them since ever since i was a little little socialist lesbian so all right um so what i know when they're coming and it sucks so and they, uh, eh, let's not talk about it let's move on all right yeah they start with the same way the optical effect winston on the chat says my brother-in-law and wife get them too they say they start the same way yep it happened I, it's happened to me when i'm driving too one time it happened when i was driving and all of a sudden i was like fuck oh excuse me <laughs> i'm not supposed to curse rewind 
I was like, oh my God, I only see half of this highway. <laughs> this sucks. All right. Um, listen up. What are we going to talk about? So there's a lot of things. And um, like I was saying, well, first of all, like uh, Mark, we're going to call Mark in about a half an hour and he's going to talk us all off the ledge. So yeah, that's what you have to do. Mind, body and spirit. Right. So, OK, uh, there's many where I'm in. The reason I'm stumbling over my own words is because I'm in my mind. I'm thinking, where do I begin? Where do I begin? Um, so couple of things all right republicans we can always start there the 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 gall here's here's the other thing we we talk about um corporate media too so this kind of fits into that as well what i'm noticing i don't know if you're you've noticed but the corporate media today in general, in the past couple of days, since that unqualified basic bitch so-called judge ruled um, that there are no mask men, that she knows better than the CDC, the, the corporate media for some reason seems to forget that, it's, uh, that she's unqualified. That this unqualified, she's th- th- this unqualified flunky. That's the story. It's not that. This, uh, of of course, it is that she also overturned the ruling of um, the scientists and health professionals in the public interest who operate in the public interest, not to please a tax cheating, draft dodging, dictator, every con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam. They, she's she, she's uh, overturning. She overturns this mask mandate for the entire country. You could just do that. I'm not a lawyer or a judge. Clearly, I don't understand how one unqualified basic bitch can can do that. You can write in her ruling that this extends to the entire country. Who asked you, you Florida flunky? That's what I want to talk, start out talking about, I guess, first. Because, come on, a couple of things. And, and on the corporate media, not uh, uh, they, they're reporting about the overturning of the mask mandate and how right in the middle of a flight, the pilots, they, they, they played a clip about, of a pilot coming out and saying, oh, the mask mandate is no more, whatever the hell, it's optional now. And, and all the idiots, wee, yay, it's about time. Honestly, I have to tell you guys, good. You know what? The only, I, I do feel sorry for the people on the front lines. Of course I do. But, you know, uh, uh, go away, Trump, Trump supporters, Trump counties. You're all dropping dead. Maybe you're doing us a favor. Really? Uh, Matt, that's, pro- that's why we need Mark C in here, because he'll pro- he's probably kinder than I am. Uh, not probably. I'm sure he's he is. But 
are you give are you kidding me first of all this 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 dumb bitch i know i'm not supposed to curse but oh, is bitch a curse she's a basic bitch she's basic she's basic i have more of a education than she does as far i mean according to her resume so i i mean i'm not a basic bitch i'm not trying to be a judge who's going to dictate what uh mask mandates you know all okay my mind is all over the place probably because my migraine was made me i i should have been on the air last night let's put it that way but um one of the first things okay let me just get my thoughts and all right okay the why 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 do or does the corporate media enable these fascists these unfit unqualified fascists by not reporting incessantly when and when they report that this judge overturned the mask mandate accompanying that report should be she is unfit and unqualified and was shoved on to the court by an unfit unqualified less vote getting con man okay because that's the truth why oh they want they don't want to be political she is political she's a she is a political appointee who has no business being on the court like some of the other trump appointees they don't care about this country they hate this country that's why they put unqualified basic bitches and white privileged little whiners that that judge that we play the, the clip of all the time the judge who is uh, crying about um, you know cuz uh, people who worked with him told the truth about him that he's a racist uh, and he's a he's a homophobe. He's a racist, and then of course, be because he couldn't answer the question, he started to cry. <laughs> I didn't say that. Okay, so here's from the American Bar Association: the nomination of in in regard to the nomination of Catherine Kimball Mizell to the United States District Court. For the Middle District of Florida. How dare... I mean, what... Okay, first of all, why doesn't another judge come out and say, I, ooga booga booga, overturn and overrule the District Court of Florida? You know what I mean? Of all places? Florida. Okay. I don't understand how this judge, maybe somebody on the chat who knows more about the law, can explain to me why and how this this dumb bitch, uh, not me, uh, Mazel, gets to overturn the, a CDC ruling um, and make it apply to the entire nation. I don't get it. Okay. Where'd it go? Here's what the American Bar Association said. Dear Chairman Graham and Ranking Member Feinstein, 
This was back in 2020. The ABA Standing Committee on the Federal Judiciary has reviewed a full report evaluating the professional qualifications of Catherine Kimball Mizell to serve as a district court judge for the United States District Court for the Middle District of Florida and supplemental report by a second reviewer. Fake news, fake news. Um, in conducting its evaluation of this very of, of this and every nominee, the standing committee focuses strictly on professional qualifications, colon or semicolon, integrity, professional competence, and judicial temperament. Yeah, yeah like the guy who cried. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, yeah, right. He well, he was unqualified too, and they put him on there. A substantial majority of the standing committee has determined that Ms. Mazel is not qualified. And a minority of the standing committee is of the opinion that she is qualified to serve uh, on the United States District Court. Our rating is based on the standing committee's criteria as set forth in the backgrounder. The backgrounder provides that a nominee to the federal bench ordinarily should have at least 12 years experience in the practice of law. The backgrounder further pro provides that in evaluating the professional qualifications of a nominee, the standing committee recognizes that substantial courtroom and trial experience as a lawyer or trial judge is important. You know, you think you have some kind of, you know, experience to sit in a lifetime position. She's got basically nothing. That's why she's a basic bitch and has no integrity as well as being a, a fascist flunky. That's for sure. Because make no mistake, let's not forget that it takes two to tango when... A a tax cheating draft dodging dictator envying con man calls you up and says, "Hey, would you like to be involved in my latest grift, destroying the Democratic Republic that so many patriots, not you or me, fought a revolution to create and entrust to our uh, to their descendants?" Um, you don't have to participate. You don't have to say, yeah, count me in to this, to the scam, to the grift, right? That's why every single unqualified scum who participated in Mo Moscow Mitch's um, destruction of, as uh, Christopher Browning, World War II historians, calls um, not, that's why he calls Moscow Mitch the gravedigger of American democracy. No, you don't have to participate. I mean, what if Moscow Mitch tried to destroy the judiciary and found no eager co-conspirators? Right? And it, what if he found nothing but actual patriots? Sort of like what happened when Trump tried to overthrow democracy, and he's still at it, of course, and the Republicans are fixing it. So when Trump calls up uh, the, the various secretaries of state, he will find a bunch of co-conspirators instead of 
patriots who say, no thanks, I don't want to be involved in your scam, right? So this this is, uh, you know, she's, she's an unqualified, not, no integrity, basic bitch with barely basic experience to be on the bench. She has no, she's barely basic experience to be in her own job that they pulled her out of. Is it, it's really, it's must be desperate times over there in fascistville. You know, they got to find the basicest of bitches. You can't find any qualified bitches. No, they can't, obviously, because they are scum. It doesn't, they don't want, they, you know, getting qualified takes time. It takes work. They don't have that. They don't have, they're, they're too lazy. That's what fascism is all about. That's why Trump had to pay people to take his SATs and then take his tests in college. Because it's not about actually acquiring the knowledge. It's about getting the paper and saying, look, I'm somebody. It's like a, it's like a trophy wife. You don't actually have to love, fall in love. Have, you don't need the feelings of love. That takes humanity. You just have to have the trappings. So it's the same thing. They don't, they, 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 that's why they want to destroy democracy because democracy takes work and they want to steal. They're such great businessmen, right? And they're mostly men. They're so great. They're such great innovators, but they can't seem to make a buck unless they can twist and turned and and rigged the game really right am i wrong please i wish i was wrong so let's see where was i yes 12 years experience in the practice of law the backgrounder further pr provides that in evaluating the professional qualifications of a nominee the standing committee recognizes that substantial courtroom and trial experience as a lawyer or trial judge is important the nominee was admitted to practice law in Florida on September 27th, 20 freaking 12. Now, this is in 2020, so it's two years ago. So she was, she's practicing for eight years and they had a, they couldn't find somebody that was practicing for 12. They couldn't find a scummy co-conspirator who was practicing for 12. They had to reach into the depths. Oh, God. It's not like she's some kind of savant either, you know? This ain't no little man Tate over here. She's as basic as it comes. She didn't even take... She didn't read anything. She didn't take any argument or listen to any arguments when she decided to wipe her ass with the CDC, with science, and inflict her manias on the country. Okay. This represents a rather marked departure from the 12-year minimum. Oh, you think? 
This is how democracies die, everyone. I hope you, uh, I know you understand that. And it is, it reminds me of, it does remind me of the last days of the Roman Republic. This is what happened, too. Every, all of the laws that they had and the standards they had in place were being thrown out. You had to be certain ages to do to hold certain positions, and no, uh, you know, as long as you had a uh, a powerful friend or could bribe somebody, then eh, all of the all the standards went out the window. A nominee's limited experience may offset may be offset by the breadth and depth of the nominee's experience over the course of her or his career. Oh, that must drive them crazy, right? They put her or his. Is that, isn't that too PC? Nominees with fewer than 12 years but with substantial trial or courtroom experience and or compensating accomplishments. <laughs> accomplishment. The only accomplishment she has is um, her, her breath smells like Trump's ass. Okay. In the field of law, can be well, she probably practiced the field of uh, social media, suck or uh, social media suck ass, and can be and have been found qualified by the committee. Since her admission to the bar, Ms. Mazel has not tried a case, civil or criminal, as lead or even co-counsel. Of her four distinguished federal clerkships, one clerkship was in the trial court. That year, plus her 10 months as a reputable law f- at a reputable law firm and approximately three years in government practice, translates into five years of experience in trial courts, which is well below the 12-year minimum. We have taken into account the nominee's experience in the grand in the federal grand jury proceedings, which are non-adversarial and do not take place before a judge. In each instance, those proceedings resulted in the in the defendant's defendant, defendant's agreement to plea wait, to a plea of guilty with no trial. So she's got zero trial experience. We are also aware that as a law school student, the nominee participated as co-counsel with her supervising law professor in two one-day state court trials as part of her curriculum. This is such bullshit. In view of the importance of substantial courtroom and trial experience as it relates to professional competence, <laughs> who competence? That's so liberal, right? That's too elite. She, somebody um, who's competent, might eat arugula, and they might like Marco Rubio says, uh, get on their Peloton and and get off and eat. Um, Avocado toast. These fucking... Unbelievable. Where was I? 
in view of the importance of substantial courtroom and trial experience as it relates to professional competence to serve as a lifetime. She's like 30 freaking four. Article three judge, the standing committee accordingly has concluded. And after a thorough peer review evaluation and careful deliberation, that the nominee presently does not meet the requisite minimum standard of experience necessary to perform the responsibilities required by the high office of a federal trial judge. Well, you know, she's only going to sit in judgment of us. She's only going to affect, you know, the entire country from sea to shining sea now. Who is this bitch? Ms. Mazel has a keen, ugh, well, this is where they lose me, has a very keen intellect. Oh, that's so nice. Does she? She's a, she's a grifter. She's got, she may have a keen intellect. She's, uh, maybe she's got a clever um, social climbing intellect. She certainly has absolutely no integrity. Please, I wish I was proven wrong. Wait, I'm trying to find her picture. Ms. L. Unreal. Judge? Judge? Jesus Christ, on a bike. Oh, a judge who struck down mask mandate is a Lakeland native. These are the, I just put in her name, and these are the headlines I'm getting back. Is she really a Lakeland native? Can you believe it? Lakeland has unqualified basic bitches, too? Just like, who cares? First of all, she should be automatically disqualified Because of that stupid bow. That stupid bow tie she's wearing. What is this? Even I know not to wear a bow, a big giant bow tie. Ugh. She's like the, she's like the Madison Carthorn, Sarah Palin, Lauren Boebert of Judges. Unreal. Ugh. She's 30 friggin' four. And she's going to sit in a position of uh, authority over us? Over humanity. Over humans. Actual humans. Well, to finish up, Ms. Mazel has a very keen intellect, a strong work ethic, and an impressive resume. She presents as a delightful person. Who cares? How delightful can you be if you are involved in a co- uh, in a co- in a co- I was going to say co-conspirator, coup, in a co-coup. If you're co to the coup. And has many friends who support her nomination. Well, that's all that matters now. Her integrity and demeanor are not in question. These attributes, well, now they are. 
These attributes, however, simply do not compensate for the short time she has actually practiced law and her lack of meaningful trial experience. Oh, well, after the American Bar Association began to rate these unqualified co-conspirators as unqualified, the Republicans went after the ABA as, um, as a liberal organization. <clears throat> it's absolutely infuriating. I don't know how you guys feel, but um, I truly wish, I, I, well, I wish, just like I wished the Democrats would grow a spine and start fighting unapologetically, and it seems like some of that is happening, but um, as you probably saw the, the video of that, who is that woman now? Her name is escaping me. She's a Michigan... Everybody's being called a groomer, right? You fuckers. The woman who, what is, was apparently called a groomer, Michigan State Senator, and her response went viral, but that's, that's great. We, we need about a thousand more of her. But the fact is, the Republicans, um, all over corporate media, I've yet to hear, and maybe I've, I haven't heard it all, of course, but I've yet to hear any of the corporate media mouthpieces point out the fact that this judge is unqualified and unfit and is a political flunky shoved on the court. It's as if whenever Republicans are successful— with their dirty tricks, we all have to forget it. Oh, well, just, eh, that's the way it is. They shoved another unqualified basic bitch onto the court. And another thing I saw this morning, and then we'll, I'll, I'll try to get Mark in here, which pissed me the hell off. Because the Republicans are, they're, they're, they're celebrating this from sea to shining sea. Um, and uh, this is why it needs to be reiterated uh, again and again that this judge is unqualified. And somebody, I really do wish somebody explains to me how this Florida basic bitch gets to rule for the entire country. I don't understand that. They just merely by writing in her ruling that it applies to the entire country. Well, why don't we just apply whatever the hell we want to apply? Why don't we just say health care is a human right from sea to shining sea signed me? You know, Medicare for all signed, signed me. And it applies to everyone. Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't get it. Right? Where is this? Judge who? Here. Like, the the twisted logic. The judge who tossed the mask mandate 
misunderstood public health law, legal experts say. She didn't misunderstand it. She fixed the facts around the policy. That's why she didn't have she didn't hear any any arguments either way. She didn't consult any experts or hear any arguments because it's not about that. They're not in positions of authority. She's not a judge to judge. She's in she's there to bring on the fascism. She's full tilt boogie fascism. Full steam ahead. She 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 um, twists, and now they're saying that the CDC. What uh, what ramifications for the CDC is this going to have? Who is she? Who is this person? Get I mean, she's one unqualified flunky. Now, the CDC, all the scientists, the history, the years of expertise has to be thrown out because this bitch says so? I don't understand this. It's, it says, this is from NPR, the Biden administration, here, um, in a 10 let, wait, 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 let me start. The 10... Where is it? When U.S. whatever judge Mizell tossed out the federal government's transportation mask mandate on Monday, she relied in part on her interpretation of the word sanitation. Here's here's where we go. The 10-letter word can be found in the Public Service Health Act that gave the federal government certain powers to respond to public health emergencies. The Biden administration relied on a piece of the Public Health Service Act to defend its COVID-19 mask mandates on airplanes and other forms of mass transit. Specifically, the law says that if the government is trying to prevent the spread of communicable diseases, it can provide for such inspection, fumigation, disinfection, sanitation, pest extermination, destruction of animals or articles found to be so infected or contaminated as to be sources of dangerous infection to human beings and other measures as is as in his judgment may be necessary the administration argued that masks qualified as sanitation under the law but here we go but mazel disagreed opting for a much narrower definition of the term that would exclude measures like face coverings. Legal experts say her interpretation missed the mark. If one of my students turned this opinion in as their final exam, I don't know if I would agree that they had gotten the analysis correct, said Erin Brown, a law professor at George Georgia State University. It reads like someone, guess, here we go, who had decided the case and then tried to dress it up as legal reasoning without actually doing legal reasoning. Of course, that's what they do. Fix the facts around the policy. What counts as sanitation? In her opinion, Mazel says that a common way judges decide the meanings of words 
in-laws is to look up the def- the dictionary definitions that were contemporaneous with the passage of the law. In this instance, that is 1944. Mizell says that sanitation could have been taken to mean either actively cleaning something or measures to keep something clean, but ultimately settles on the former for her definition. Wearing a mask cleans nothing, you bitch. It traps, this is what she writes, at most, it traps virus droplets. Oh, I hate her. Like them all. Um, but neither, it's, it neither sanitizes the person wearing the mask, nor sanitizes the conveyances. Oh, you're a real fucking slick bitch, aren't you? Real slippery. Oh, my God. Mizelle says her reading is bolstered by the fact that the other words listed alongside sanitation in the 1944 law, such as fumigation or pest extermination. Oh, would somebody get rid of these pests? Um, Refer specifically to cleaning something or trying to wipe out a disease. Why don't somebody wipe her mouth? That crap coming out of her mouth. No one wants to breathe your Trump breath, bitch. But Fuse Brown says that while this understanding of sanitation may be true for lay people, it's not how the term is used in public health. Well, isn't that a surprise? Or um, is it under in public health or understood by the CDC? Sanitation was just the old way in public health parlance of taking traditional public health steps to prevent the spread of disease. You dumb, dumb Republican who hates America. Fuse Brown, that's uh, the woman who's from Georgia University, points to the widespread mask wearing during the 1918 influenza outbreak, which came roughly two and a half decades before the passage of the Public Health Service Act. She she suggested the opinion will make it harder for the Biden administration to control the spread of COVID-19. The reasoning is poor, but it also has really drastic and dire consequences for public health, which is the part that makes it not just the joke, but it actually makes it really frightening. And then it says in the NPR article says that the opinion could have lasting effects on the CDC's authority because this one person, I don't understand. This one not federal judge can dictate policy for the entire country. Mizell's opinion also restricts the CDC's ability to respond to public health emergencies in ways it deems appropriate. And if the opinion is upheld by a federal court of appeals or the U.S. Supreme Court, legal experts warn it could hobble the government's ability to control future outbreaks. Hey, you know, isn't that the point? Republicans want to hobble the government. They want to hobble democracy. And they're almost done. They're they're, They're almost successful. And... Before I get Mark here, one last thing. 
Hold on, Mark. Hold on. This morning, this really pissed me off. <clears throat> this is in regard to what we're talking about. Where the heck is it? So after we saw everyone, well, not everyone, but morons celebrating, wee on a plane. Yeah, you're you're breathing everybody's recycled air, not, and not that anybody should give a shit, right, about anybody else, because that's the point. Meanwhile, in Ukraine, they're not only pledging their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other; they're they're living what it means uh, they're, they're, they're putting e pluribus unum into action for real these idiots can't even put on a mask for their fellow American you see this this guy here Jonathan Shuttlesworth he's um, he's uh, he's in the God Grifter game of, of, no a right winger this pissed me off. Southwest flight, all the tension in airports and airplanes is now gone. No arguing, no communist feel. You freak, you filthy, selfish bastard. No communist feel. What kind of Jesus do you worship? Yeah, because, you know, um, you can go back to wearing your stupid shirts with eagles and stars on it and calling yourself a patriot because actual patriotism no one is going to no one is is ever going to um push you to be an actual patriot who gives a shit about their country and community no communist feel yeah, I said, yeah, it was pretty tense for you, GOP fascists, when your country called and you had to actually act patriotic rather than wear an ugly red, white, and blue T-shirt. Now you can go back to not caring about your country and community. In other words, keep on doing what you always done, right? Oh, no communist feel. Now we all got to breathe your stinking Trump breath, which stinks. God. Yeah, God help anyone if uh, anyone ever asks them to sacrifice for their country and community. These people, you know, no, one's, no one asks them to storm the beaches of Normandy, you know? All we asked is for them to give a shit about other people, their fellow Americans. But that is a bridge too far for them. It, it truly is. And that's why I might, I mean, I should be a better person, but I hope, I hope they all get it. Just get it and stay home. Stay in your hovels. Stay in your meth labs. Stay in Mitch McConnell's district, in other words. Leave normal people alone. Because we know that the pro-Trump counties are have far, far higher levels of COVID-19 death rates. 
They're saying misinformation is to blame, but so is selfishness and stupidity. The only people I feel bad for are the frontline workers that they don't give a shit about either, of course. The nurses, the doctors, and uh, people who work in hospitals, people who work on the front lines, not the CEOs that they want to, whose asses they want to lick, not the billionaires who they want to let jerk off in space and in, trickle on in their mouths. It's you know normal decent people will also suffer. But I don't, honestly, for them, good. I, at this point, I, I don't care. I don't want to breathe their filthy Trump breath. Of course not. I'm going in June. I'm going to Robin Kincaid's Hornin. And I'm going to be taking a plane. I don't want to breathe any, oh God, yeah, I'm going to West Virginia. Holy shit. Oh, I have to wear, what am I going to wear? I'm going to have to, I'm going to wear that uh, liberal shirt, I guess. Therefore, I'm liberal with the brain on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or um, what else? I'm going to trigger them. And then I'm going to, I'm going to wear that shirt and then I'm going to put on a body cam. And I'm going to say, are you triggered? Oh, are you triggered? All right. I'm sorry. Poor Mark. We got to get Mark in here to help talk me down off the ledge here. Let's see. We got we, we all have to do this together as a community. <clears throat> because first, I got to go to Skype. Let me see. That's not Skype. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. First, I go to Skype. Why isn't Skype getting... Where the hell is Skype? Why is my me in the front of Skype? First, I go to Skype. And then... All right, I'm trying to add a call. Let's see, add participants. Mark. Let us add Mark. Let's see what happens. I don't hear any ringing, but I do hear. Where is Mark? No one's answering. Did you hear the bell ringing? I mean, the... Uh... I heard a bell. <laughs> Where are you, Mark? I don't see you. I hear um, you. Let's see. Hang on here. Hang on. Uh, we need your face. Uh, there I am. We need your face. Okay, there There's you are. There's my face. Nice. <laughs> now, everyone on the chat, do you see Mark and hear Mark? Good. They'll, they'll tell us okay? in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Okay. It's, there's like a 10-second delay. Wait, hold yeah. on. Let me put myself over here. There we go. All right. Nice. Hi, Mark. How you Hi, doing? Tara. <laughs> How you been? You look good. Oh, you know, look I'm, nice. I'm doing okay. I like you your know, headphones. I mean, uh, I'm here in, here in Florida beside the anti-woke, uh, don't say mm. gay, gerrymandering, gerrymandering, and now going after Mickey Mouse. Everything's oh, just great here in the incubator of fascism. <laughs> it's amazing, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, 
unbelievable. How did it go off? How did it get like this? How did it go so off the rails? It's unreal. Yeah. You know? I know some, yeah. I saw, I know very nice people who live in Florida. I don't get it. I, I mean, yourself included, of course, but it's really, really frightening. And um, we should be fr- frightened. So, anyway, let me, um, let me introduce Mark. I know I'm going, I know what we call him Mark C because yeah. I can't pronounce his, <laughs> what, is, what is your last name? You could pronounce it. Uh, Chochola. Chochola. That's not bad, yeah. right? Chochola. Chochola. That's a really cool name. And yeah. thank you. Uh, Mark is a vocational rehabilitation counselor and a, both a, as a practitioner and an administrator for nearly 30 years. And what else? You've worked with spiritual teacher G.P. Walsh. Yeah. And you are a social service practitioner and a, with a passion for understanding the roots of suffering and ways to alleviate suffering, both for the person and for our, our communities. Mark has a website, radicalu.com, and um, please check it out and give, I mean, because. This is I I agree, um, and I'm also offering free uh, a free initial um, a session too now as a oh, way nice. of, you know, to frankly to drum up business, but uh, you know, but I think uh, no, it would that's be good. a good way to get to know me a little bit, and if people want to use my services, that's great, and there's no strings attached to it at all. So that's a good you know. idea. That's how you yeah. that's how you do it. You should do Groupons too. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I'm just saying only because I've I've uh, I've used many a Groupon in my day. That's all. If you and I've met people through uh, whatever. I, I shouldn't even tell you what to do. Why am I telling you what to do? I should do. No, I'm, I'm, open for, I'm open for advice. <laughs> no, anyway. but definitely. So, Mark, um, how do we? How are you anyway? How are you surviving? I, I'm I'm doing okay. Yeah, you know, I, I I have to admit, Tara, that I go through my 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 just ask my wife because yesterday I was on a friggin' rant when it came mm-hmm. to this decision, um, and I think I I, I, t- I typed you mm-hmm. uh, about it as well. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but I feel cleaner and more sanitized when when people aren't uh, coughing up their spittle on me. Just right. just saying, you know. Right. Um, I don't know what her definition of sanitization is. Exactly. But, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. And that's that's affecting me now personally because I'm not from Florida. I'm actually mm. from Vermont. Mm. Um, and um, so we were going back up there right. for for a little bit of the summer and now decided because my wife has um, she's immunocompromised. So I we right. are not taking a chance to go on a plane. I'm gonna cancel them. I'm gonna have to rent a car now to drive up there. Wow. And, stuff so right um so yeah it's just unbelievable and then i'm heading out to canada for the rest of the summer so oh, i'm gonna wow. get out of the usa for a little little while you lucky but bastard anyway. you lucky bet no it's true yeah. i i, I mean, people in canada go ahead no, sorry i was gonna say people in canada have just look at us like, like i know what what's a, what's the matter with you yeah what it's is heartbreaking. the matter with you? These, mm-hmm. are, these are even more conservative type of people that I know there, and they still just shrug their their wow. their heads and go, "Wow, yeah, wow. it's selfishness. That's what it is. It's that yeah. it is pathological selfishness, and they just what this uh, woman 
did, this judge, so-called judge, is that's all she did. It's pathological selfishness, just not giving a shit about anybody else but yourself. And you can't have a functioning society like that. You can't. You have to, it, you know, I mean... Like Joe Biden, initially he was he was talking, you know, when everybody was having a freak out on uh, on on airplanes, and it was uh, and all the videos were going viral, and he and Angry Joe came out, and he was like, "Show some respect." That's what we need. We need Angry yeah. Joe to go out there and say, "This is, yeah. a, you know, show some respect to your fellow." Right countrymen and your community this is about patriotism enough with the selfishness yeah we have to bring the fight this has been my 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 newest my newest rant is that we have to bring the fight right back to them yeah honestly you know when it comes to all kinds of things like you know we're i mean what's really dangerous now is that democrats or people who are more progressive or liberal or whatever you want to call us now we're labeled as pedophiles oh i know old old trope that started you know back in the 60s and 70s and so um i just was listening to uh, the dino badala show on sirius uh, a little while ago and some guy called up from california and Mm. said that um there was he saw a bumper sticker that that had a, a, a picture of a cartoon of two men and one guy was shooting the other one saying you know um you know uh, that's what i'll treat you like that you pedophile you know that and that's that's what? where the danger now comes in because this thing is going to bleed into violence There's oh no yeah question about it right you know um and i think we need as as a society to begin to call these people out mm-hmm. on it. This woman from Michigan, I forgot her name, um, you mentioned mentioned her yeah. a little while ago. That's what we have to start doing. Yeah. You know, absolutely. That you just call them out every every yep. chance you get and forget about this collegial mm-hmm. that, that stuff is out the window. Yeah. That stuff is gone. You know? Yep. yep. That's true. You have to fight fire with fire with these people and i'm not saying to be you know violent or no spread lies or anything like they do you just have to be unapologetic about the truth and right. that like i say all the time we're on the right side of history decency dignity democracy you don't have to apologize for that you don't have to pine for your abuser it, it's if they if they don't want to keep up you just keep moving forward and but right. you have to answer these 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 horrible spurious charges and uh without apology you know you really have to address it and the and not really th- uh what's the word not um be I don't know rest on the uh, and knowing or or thinking that the that the American people are going to know better they're not you have to right, that, challenge it mm-hmm. yeah that's what the Democrats have made the the, the, the and they even did this in Virginia recently where they oh you know we're about to right. race theory thing well nobody really believes right. that no and, they do and oh mm-hmm. it's not that big of a yes it is they, we have we have a, a a cohort in this country of yep non-information below yep. information voters so you have to show them what but but what people do like is a, are fighters yeah people who are feel that they're on their side i mean that's it donald trump you know i you know of course despise the man right but 
one thing when you talk to a Trumper, one of the things that they say is, "Yeah, but he gets me. Right. He, he he speaks he speaks right. my language." You know, and of course, it's all it's all the values are all effed up. Right, right. Uh, but 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 nonetheless, that's what people feel. So the Democrats are there with their thirty-page white paper uh-huh. saying, "Well, this is the policy." Yes. You, you can talk policy. But you have to do it in a way that's understandable, that's that, and that's reachable. That's that was one of the brilliant uh, things about Bernie Sanders. Yeah. You know, I lived in Vermont for 30 years, and let me tell you, you know, Vermont is has this reputation of being a very liberal place. That is not entirely mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pockets there of of grinding poverty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also people from the backwoods. But when they heard Bernie speak. They said, this guy, this guy says something. This guy speaks to me. That's and right. Yep. That's why he, you know, he won, he won uh, the mayor of Burlington uh, back in 1980, was reelected, and then became a congressman and then a, then a senator um, by overwhelming margins um, year after. I mean, mm-hmm. one year he won by like, like 70, 70, 30, something like that. Right. Because he spoke speaking the truth. That's what the Democrats have needed. Um, and I yeah. think they're finally kind of getting the message, but my right. God, it's been, you know, years. I know, so. I know. It almost seems like now, you know, it's a, it almost seems a little too late in a way. And, yeah. but I don't know. We'll have to see what, I mean, obviously I'm incredibly concerned about the midterms and I yeah. believe that uh, if they get power, we're we're really in big trouble these they're yeah, i mean they, they i mean i don't even know what how to what does how would we get it back because they're 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 rigging the the system it's and there's no um there, it's not a uh, a coincidence or or well to say that they're um going to hungry to to do uh, Fox News shows and CPAC is going there, and that's what they want here. And right. Let's right. not make any. Let's not, uh, you know, think like, oh, this will never happen. You know, the uh, the Liz Cheney's are. She's the minority now. Like they're right. anyone who's going to stand up to them. It really should is already, you know, is basically out of the party already. And even them, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, they didn't do anything to stand up to uh, for democratic, uh, small d democratic values. They voted against, you know, right. the uh, the the fixes to the what they did with the Voting Rights Act. That's all that. You know the right. the dem the dem whatever they called it the uh, John Lewis bill whatever the hell yeah yeah uh, that's all that was it was fixing what the filthy Republicans did again to democracy and right. the, it's I don't know it might be too late because they're shoving all of their unqualified flunkies everywhere and then like we saw with the mask mandate you know. Yeah. Who, I don't understand that. Can you, do you know any, why, how is this woman, how, I don't, I keep asking, well, how is a, she going to, how could she say this applies to the whole country? I don't Well, because she's a federal judge, I think, and that's, and that's what, you know, the, that gives her at least temporary, temporary jurisdiction. Oh. 
know, mm. over, over, I, I think I'm not a lawyer. So I, I don't, guess, I, don't really, I know. guess, but of course it's going to, I think it's going to go on appeal. Um, yeah. you know, even, even the, even the, the response from, from Joe Biden was a little, little I disappointing. Yeah. He said, well, people have to do, please wear a mask, but it's up to you. I mean, this is a uh-huh. public health crisis. Either it's a public health crisis or it's not. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's it. It's like, as far, even on a, especially on a plane, that's the thing, right. because we're breathing each other's air on that friggin' plane. So that, it, I mean, of all places, um, should be required on a plane, you know? And, and I mean, it's just, but it's the selfishness. and the. Yeah, it is the selfishness. And there was a flight attendant who called one of the shows, I think it was Stephanie Miller's show yesterday, and uh, worked for one of the airlines and said, "Okay, a couple of things you need mm. to know. They're not they're not sanitizing the the, the airlines. Mm. They they fly in, they they get the right. passengers off, yeah. and they put new passengers right. on. There's no sanitation. And that and the other thing is, if you're on the tarmac, this happens. It's happened to me a number of times. You can be on the tarmac for a half hour, forty five minutes, right. an hour, or whatever. Right. There's no air filtrating. Right. There's no filtrated oh, air. Shit. Yeah. It's just you're just sitting." Right. So, so, you know, even with a mask on, even if it's, you know, form fitted and everything else, you're still at risk. And if you have a, a pre-existing condition, right, you're, you're to rest. And, and then, of course, there's the whole thing of long COVID. That's, we don't that's even right. know what the effects of, of, it, of, of long COVID are at this point. Exactly. So this and, and then we're going to you know what's going to happen in two weeks. We know we know this. There's going to be a spike in cases. Yeah. The airlines are going to be shutting down. Half of them will be, you know, half the flights will be canceled. And we've learned nothing. Right, right, nothing. right, right. And it's just, you know, validating the the selfishness of these the, these morons who don't give a shit. That's the thing. They just don't care about their country and community. We, we're almost to a million dead. And, and just like you say, I mean... We, I don't, I have not yet had COVID, knock on whatever the hell. And yeah. I don't want to get it because you, we don't know the, the long term ramifications right. of it. So, what, I, you know, I'm vaccinated. If I get it, I, I probably won't go into the hospital. Hopefully not, you know. Yeah, yeah. But we, we don't know the, I don't know what's going to, how it's going to manifest down the road. Or I know people right. who still don't ha- have the ability to taste, you know, things like that. And, uh, and who else? Somebody was telling me they have long COVID. I'm trying to remember who it was, but they, they are, you know, uh, constantly, it's like they have chronic fatigue syndrome basically. Yeah. And it's so, uh, it affects people differently and like you're saying you know your wife has a uh, pre-existing you know immunocompromised what the is wrong with people that's why it's not about you oh i feel i'm free um dinesh d'souza just tweeted oh the criminal yeah he's a he's a he's a exactly that i'm so uh it was i felt so free walking in the airport without a man like fuck you like nobody wants to breathe your filthy trump (laughs) disgusting spittle (laughs) you know it's you felt free you selfish prick you know what well, I mean? I, <laughs> Ugh, you fell free. I, on, one, on one level, I can understand because like, I don't like wearing them. Nobody Who really does? likes wearing Me? I don't. I, 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 get, I get it. I get it. I'll tell you, though, that that um, 
you know, I walk into a store here and I'm walking out. I go, oh yeah, feels good. Right. But but that's but I'm 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 helping other people. Right. And I'm also helping myself. What in God's? It's a piece right. of cloth. Exactly. Fabric over your face. I mean, you, you thought that, <sighs> and they, they, you know, comparing this to, to the Nazi Holocaust. I know. And, you know, and all of this nonsense is just oh, so over the top. And the other thing that really bothers me, and I, you know, because I live in a community here where, where there's a few Trumpers mm. hanging around, yeah. and, you know, although to their credit, they're not stupid. At least they've gotten vaccinated, but they'll say now, mm. well, I'm vaccinated, and I know so and so who got the disease. Yeah. And, well, okay, but were they on a ventilator in the hospital? Right. Or did, did they, through it at least. exactly I mean, you know. right it doesn't stop you from getting it it just stops you right. from possibly dying and yeah right. and that's right. no, nobody ever said it stopped you from getting it that's the other thing and and they and they twist it too because that was never that was never the promise if you get vaccinated you won't get it. it was that yeah you will you might get it but you won't be in the hospital you won't be on a ventilator you won't you know you have a better chance of surviving and right. yeah so that was never the the promise was like you'll never get it and that's the other thing it's like oh if you're vaxxed uh, who cares it's like, well, like we said, we don't know. You could be carrying it. You might carry it home to somebody who, uh, maybe a child who can't get vaccinated, maybe somebody who has a pre-existing condition that can't afford to get it. You know, that, I mean, there are all of these uh, you know, considerations, but that's right. too much for them. Uh, anyway, I don't even know. It's it yeah, feels like yeah. I mean, it's arrested development of the of the highest order, right. really. You know, right. and and I you know I, I I I try you know with with anybody that I meet, I try to meet them as a human being mm. first and foremost, and that's you know to just see the humanity in in, in 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 them. But something something just really went awry, and I don't know when this was in our history. Mm. Um, I mean, we, I think there's always been these folks among us, really. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it just seems like increasingly over time, I mean, it didn't just start with Trump. I mean, right. if you think back, if, if you think back like um, um, Margaret Thatcher and her, oh. her, 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 her uh -huh. first cousin, Ronald Reagan, Ugh. you know, both said yes. there's no such thing right. as society. There's yep. no such thing as as we as we are in this together. Right. It's just a series of individuals with individual interests that happen to be <laughs> next to each other, you know. Huh? And therein that was the thing. That some of that was the beginning, right. uh, at least in, in modern history. I'm sure it's before that. You're more of the historian than I am. Of 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 what happened, and and increasingly with every, particularly with with. With Republican administrations and some of the Democratic right. ones bought into some of yeah. that nonsense. Yep. Yep. You know, that somehow we were just all going right. to, you know, follow our self interest and then everything was going to be okay in the end. Right. Well, well here we are in 2022, and how's that working for it's, us? It's, and it, it's not because it's also, it's anti human, you know, and this is yep. why I wish, the, I wish the Democrats would uh, listen to this show and, and fight unapologetically maybe some of them are but that that's what it's about if, if margaret thatcher says there's no such thing as society 
well, fuck off, Margaret, and go <laughs> to a desert island and leave us alone. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they they all they all want the benefits of civilization, but none of the responsibilities. And that's just not how people were made. We're not made to be, um, you know, uh, nothing. Like we're just all on our on our own. There are right. other organisms that are created like that that they don't have the same you know parts of the brains that we do that have uh, the oxytocin chemical that where we um, you know feel connected and want to be you know and people who right, uh, right i mean the other species don't have some species don't have that that because that's the way they are, they're meant to be you know they only come together when they meet or whatever and then they're like all right fuck off there's no such yeah, thing exactly. as society right yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> that's yeah. what they want and, to turn us into really i guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean you look at the, if you want to see the future of the united states just look at what 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 russia is and oh what, yeah what that you know that's what, what, those, what those societies are and that's what we're turning into and you know this whole thing with uh with the tucker carlson oh. stuff and the, the ball <laughs> Oh my God, that's right. I almost forgot that. With tanning your balls? What? That is so gay. I mean, well, not that there's anything wrong with that, but no, I. No, 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 but there's a subtext there. Yes. There always is. Yeah, there always is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want. They, I think that they're fascinated with it, and oh, they go, yes. "Oh boy, I just wish I could." Exactly. Oh, I wish I could have the courage to be, you know, myself. Yeah. And I mean, I've never saw a gayer video than that. And I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I'm gay, and I have many gay male friends. And you know, I mean, that is the gayest thing I've ever seen. And, yeah, but they and, don't have, you know, they have no ability to look at themselves. It's 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 incredible. It's amazing, really. It's, yeah, it's it's a combination of, of kind of the subtext of, of 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 homosexuality, but also this also subtext of to to toxic masculinity. Oh yes, kind of right. Kind of blending together. Right. You know? Yes, like we yes. Don't, you know this is what real men do. Right, like, right. It's so sick. About? <laughs> right, like a caricature of men. Yeah. That's just like yes. the caricature of patriotism and everything else right. and Jesus. And that's a caricature because it takes, you know, I mean, it, it takes, uh, you know, maturity, like I say, to function in a dem in a democracy. You don't want to give um, children power. Yeah, you got to let them mature. But these people are they they really are infants. And, you know, they they really need help. I wish they would get the help they they need. I wish they would go to a radicalu.com and get some help. <laughs> for well, real. I think there has to be a certain sense of self-awareness first, mm -hmm. and I think That's true. and for some people, believe it or not, you know, if you if you've gone through some kind of a crisis of right. you know uh, or the dark night of the soul, which, right. which I actually did a video on a while ago on my own dark night of the soul, which mm. happens quite often, unfortunately. <laughs> right. um, you know uh, that 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 kind of you, you you get to, to this sort of fork in the road, you know, the old uh, Robert mm, Frost poem right. here, where you really then have to go, which way am I going to go? Right. And, That's right. And th and then you begin to realize, oh, the, my, that my humanity depends upon that my the, my well being depends upon the well being of others, and, right. and we're 
dependent. And that, mm -hmm. and, th and then you can have that conversation, you can begin to have those kinds of conversations. Right. Um, I mean, people don't want to look at, at uh, you know, their childhood at all, or what, or what their, what, what, what their families or of origin have, right. have, have, have imposed upon them. And they just kind of, they just kind of, they, it's like almost like a robotic thing. Like, well, dad said it, so it must be true. And right. you lived your whole life that way instead of ever trying to begin to question some of that. Right, right. You know? Right. And that's, and that's yes. really what, that's how I think the spirituality kind of dovetails with the political mm -hmm. because it you definitely have to question does. shit. Oh, you, yeah. You just do. Absolutely. You know? And that's part of having a successful life, I think. I mean, you never right. like what we talk about as far as, you know, on the show, as far as um, having that truth and reconciliation about yeah. our history as uh, right. a racist ass country born in the and uh, the oppression of, of, of you know, and and uh, the toxic you talk about uh, masculinity forget about a toxic hierarchy really and um yeah and if and that's why republicans don't want to talk about it that's why oh don't talk about they're all about freedom but let's not talk about critical race theory even though you know it's a law school class let's not talk about you know let's not say gay like all of the things that we have to we have to talk about we have to have a a conversation about you know the good and the bad, and how how we get better, really, right? Absolutely. Yeah. The, that woman from Michigan yesterday talked about this. Like, none of us are personally responsible for right. slavery. None of us are personally responsible for the, those kinds of atrocities in our history. But but we're doomed to repeat them. Mm -hmm. And you want to talk about you know you know this this thought just kind of popped into my head here. You want to talk about groomers, so oh. to speak. They're grooming the next generation right. of bigots. Yeah. By saying, you know, by, 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 by not ever talking about right. the, the stuff that's factual in our history. Right, right. You know? Right. So, so we'll keep them dumb. We'll keep them, you know, just keep them working, keep them dumb. Yeah. And, and, and then, then that'll be passed on to, to the next yep. um, next generation. Yep. That's what's so nefarious about this. If we, if we survive, I mean, climate mm. change may just get us all. You that's know, true. Uh, you know, at, at the same time, because, again, stupidity yeah. and selfishness, which, right. which is a— deadly combination right it's but none just, of this is conservative either when right. people talk, when they say well you know uh, uh, mitch mcconnell is a conservative You're right from, oh from, yeah <laughs> stop the conservative yep. label these people are not conservative right. there's any there anything but conservative. exactly exactly and that's i mean it's really true the this is part of why the corporate media is so dangerous or that that's it's really um part of the problem how yeah. it enables that because they they change the definition i mean what is conservative oh they they want low taxes on the rich and no regulation no they're talking about outright fascism they're talking about right. the scary you know they're talking about repression cool. you know i mean really and not, it's not democracy that's for sure not at all not no. a not a no. multi-racial democratic republic I don't I don't understand. It's you're right. It's the uh, they are being enabled to, you know, like the to have to what, what am I trying to say? You know, the definition is the corporate media are helping them uh, transform, yeah, you know. Right. 
because the corporate media, all they're interested in are clicks and yeah. ratings. That's all. Yeah. That's all they give a shit about. So, so it's not as if I mean, I love. I love when I hear the liberal media. That's a whole other. Oh, please. Other, I mean, well, when, yeah. When you talk about like CNN being the liberal media. Oh, please. Okay. I mean, I know Fox is on the fascist end mm-hmm. of things, but I mean, give me a break. These people, these people, you know, they they care about eyeballs. And when 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 you hire Mick Mulvaney Ugh. to to be part of your Ugh. your pundit. Oh, I know. Something is deeply, deeply yeah. wrong. Yeah, there's with, no, with, there's, there's no consequences. That's the thing. It's there are no consequences for being a lying fascist anymore. There, I mean, right. if there ever were, it's, uh, you know, like I say, they, they never, they just get away with it. They, no one ever co- challenges them. Well, what happened to all the death panels? Remember how we were oh, uh, yeah, assaulted? With yeah. this is a you know death panels, death panels, death panels. Well, here we are, ten years into Obamacare. Where are the friggin' death panels? No one ever questions Sarah Palin about it. Why don't they ask her about that? You're you're the one with the death panels. Where are the damn death panels, bitch? You know, right. like and 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 it goes on and on. No one ever questions them. They are enabled. They're allowed to get away with the lies. And then even this with the with the friggin' pedophiles. How dare they? The the uh, the constant uh, talking about grooming and pedophile like they they're the friggin' groomers. They have actual sexual predators. Matt Getz, jo- right. Jim Jordan, you know, right. Roy Moore, right? I mean, yeah. people. Bring, and, the, and that's the thing to bring it right back to them. So right. so so why doesn't why doesn't a reporter ever ask Jim Jordan about his past with the Ohio State right. um, wrestling team? Exactly. Why is that never brought up? Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, well, I mean, they're, I mean, they're talking. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're too busy asking about Hunter Biden's laptop or oh, something. Jesus, like, yeah. what the hell is that anyway? Yeah. And yeah. what about Ivanka's? trademarks and all of the uh, all of the 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 what about the two billion dollars jared kushner got from for uh turning the other way when they murdered a journalist right is that i mean it just never stops but the it's like there are different rules for uh for republicans they just let them get away with it it's like they're expected it's like a child you know a baby or a toddler you bring them to the you bring them to the store they might have a tantrum you you expect that it's like that's what's happening and everybody just like if it, if the adult has a tantrum then everybody's like holy shit right, right. It's, that's what it feels like that's it's, why it's, they yeah, they focus on them mhm yeah it's all performative i mean the thing that the republicans learned a long long time ago, i mean i i'm old enough to remember you know them talking about the liberal media back yeah. in the 70s yeah, i know you know literally yeah. in the 70s Oh. And um, um, one of the things that that they they uh, that they do really well is they work the refs. If you, yes. If you, if you see yep. if you see the media as sort of the refs, oh, they just yeah. work them and yep. they work and they grind it down. And now and now we're to this place where they're they're it's all about access now to these people uh-huh. and this supposed power. And my God. I'm sorry. I think a journalist should uh-huh. be pro democracy. Oh yeah. You know exactly. You know, we can we can fight over policy stuff. Right. I mean, you know, we. I'm looking forward to the day if I ever live to see it, where mm. we get back to 
you know, let's fight over, okay, what kind of uh, medical policy should right. we have for the country? I'm, exactly. I'm for Medicare for all, but right. you know, other people have differing opinions. That's a debate worth yes. having. Yes. Or, or tax policy or how much to tax, all of these things. But we're never going to get there. No, no. And that's we're, why. We're, yeah, that's why they do it. They, this right. is divide and conquer. That And yeah. the, the thing is, that's why uh, the average Joe moron annoys me because they fall for it all the time and they fall for it again and again and again. And it's the oldest tricks in the book. But that's why Democrats have to be unapologetic when they say, you know, we're not just, um, you know, these, these aren't these policies are not just good and nice and fair. They are patriotic imperatives because we can't have a democracy and and this kind of concentrated wealth. What the hell is wrong with saying things like that? Or, you know, um, as Medicare for all, we don't leave anybody behind. This right, is a patriotic right. imperative because, you know, we're in this together. We're too divided. We, we need, you know, we're, we're in this together. What the hell? F FDR gave us the blueprint. Sarah. Exactly. He, he gave us the blueprint. And, yep. you know, and we've been we've been running away from it ever since. And the other mm. thing which which I think um, is that the the Democrats, you know, um, they they don't take their base seriously. Yeah. Part of the base of the Democratic Party is are 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 women and and people of color. Right. Okay. And we 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 want their votes mm -hmm. on election day. Yeah. But but boy, we don't want to talk about you know all oh, of this. Yeah. All of all of this stuff around, you know, take the critical race theory to <laughs> to to these to the fascists and say, right. what are you talking about? Right. Where is that talk? Give me a specific right. example of where that's taught and what school, and then we can have a debate. Yeah, then we'll talk about it, right? right. Uh, but we're as far as us talking about like this this fantasy world you live in. You know, we'd rather talk about th stuff that yeah, to get things done. That's what uh, I, you know, we're talking about the woman, the Michigan Democrat. I can't remember her name. Yeah, she was terrific. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's part of what she said was like, you know, this isn't going to uh, pave any roads or build right. any schools or anything, and that's not what it's there for. It's there to fund off of where where is it? It's uh, I'm trying to get her name. No, because I keep mentioning Mallory. I think was yeah, her Mallory. Name. Mallory um, I can't remember. Mallory McMorrow. McMorrow. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. So I'm glad that it went viral. See, that kind of thing usually just gets passed around on Twitter. It never makes it onto the corporate media. But they did. They had this woman on uh, Morning Joe this morning, and yeah. So maybe the Democrats will finally start taking a clue, and uh, rather than like. Um, Nancy Pelosi pining for Republicans to take back their party and bullshit <laughs> yes. like that. You know, give me a break. Oh God, that's give so lame. me a friggin' break. Take yeah. back your party. That's. Th I mean, really. I, I and and it's it's. This is why the Democrats have been uh, the, how the Republicans have been able to marginalize Democrats and put them into this elite category and it's just it's it's out of control though you know it's ridiculous right that i the think the thing that may be on our side and this is why i have a little bit of optimism 
Um, I'm not, I'm not hundred okay. percent there. You know? I want to hear it. That, but that, I mean, I'm looking here in Florida, for example, I mean, um, uh, Ron DeSantis is going against Disney and, and right. I kind of feel yeah. that, and not that I'm a big Disney fan, I could give a shit about, you know, all that stuff, but, but Disney, Disney is a big employer here. Mm -hmm. They they are very very popular. It's mom apple pie yep. or whatever you want to have or mm -hmm. want to frame it. Yep. Um, he's going against a behemoth that I think that Ron DeSantis will 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 lose before will 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 go before Disney goes. I hope know, at the state. Oh yeah. And I think and there's a lot of people you know even here in Florida. I mean there's it's 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 a schizophrenic place let me tell you um but there are a lot of um progressive people that have moved down here myself mm -hmm. included mm -hmm. that um that really feel like no no we're mm -hmm. gonna you know and this overreach i guess my point is that yeah. this overreach is is may just bite them in the ass in the end right you know i mean then you think of the the you know the the tearing down of roe versus wade oh, which God, may yeah. happen yeah. um in june we make it yep. the ruling in june i mean that's good. the backlash to that may oh. be just so incredibly strong that people will come out in droves and there were, and i and i do maintain I that there so. are more of us than there are oh there. yeah yeah, we just have to get out and fucking vote. It's true. It's you're fine. You're fine. I know you're fine. No, I mean that's that's you're you're 100. That's why the the Republicans have uh, messed with voting and gerrymandering and just uh, redistricting people out oh, of yeah. their districts and you know pouring um, the African American communities, diluting them into the majority Republican community. I mean, it's just really yeah, off the disgusting. chart. This, yeah, they are disgusting, and it has to be. You know, I'm, I'm just tired of democrats give uh, enabling them really by saying oh look we got some republican votes over here and i, I and this is democrats and republicans together like, as if it's like what you're saying the the republicans they go for their base they but the democrats don't they right. they just they very much uh, uh not really disenfranchised they it's sort of like they demoralize their base and uh they go for this this uh mythical middle this mythical yeah. friggin uh independent asshole that's uh, oh yes if we go a little bit more right if we do right. a little bit more little republican just less uh less fashion i don't even know it's like enough with this it doesn't work it, it doesn't work no you're right it really it really doesn't work and i think this will be the test this year to see whether you know we can get the the Mallory. I know. I keep saying it too. Yeah, the Mallorys of the world. Mallory McMorrow. Yeah, I heard a report today that even the fossil um, James Carville, who, yeah. who I think he oh. died in 1995. I know, right? Just, he just keeps coming back as a zombie. But <laughs> he um, he he even said, "Oh, oh." Wow, that's powerful. What you, you think? Oh, really? You yeah, think? I'm surprised. That, that's, that's what we've been trying to beat the doors down right. for, 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 you know, 20 years now. Yeah, well, that's you know? Bernie in a nutshell. But he, and, of course, he attacked Bernie, like, right. relentlessly. So, right. yeah. Right. But now Carvel's, like, 
putting himself in front of the parade like oh i had this idea all along to yeah, be yeah. Uh, yeah i mean Carl. Well, if, if it, you know if, if it feeds his ego but he's on the right side then right okay, no that's I'll fine take, i'll take it it's that's fine <laughs> i know he's uh he's tedious and annoying but i hear you i hear you 100 yeah. percent. really it's yeah. but that's if these old fossils uh finally get a clue That'll help. I hope Nancy Pelosi gets a clue. I don't know. I call her office often enough. Oh, you do? <laughs> well, I mean, I just you. call. I just leave messages. I tell her just whenever she says, please, um, you know, take back your party. Yeah. I, I just call. I'm, I, you know, I'm nice and respectful. I say, will you please, uh, you keep asking to, for the Republicans to take back their party take them back for for what you know you're like republicans you know uh, the american people need a strong republican party that's done so much good for america i say what have they done will you please if you if they have done so much good for america maybe next time you're asking them to take their party back you can give us one example at least right. I, I mean right. maybe i missed something but you know, I, I kind of see the evolution of if, if we survive this, and I don't know, <laughs> I, you know, if, you know, if we survive this, that I, that hopefully what could happen is that there would be almost three parties in this country. Right. There would be the progressive wing of the Democratic Party, which I hopefully will become the majority at some point, because mm -hmm. we are we we do have the right values. I'm yes. sorry. Yeah. We have the right no, values. we have. You don't be apologetic. We, we, That's and, and fine. And we're, and we're, and we're also, <laughs> Look at you apologizing. No, I want to apologize. No, I don't want to apologize. No, no, no. We are that we are we have the, we and basically our policies are, are similar to what what they get in France, what they get mm. in Germany, mm -hmm. you know, not, not not exactly second or third world countries, you know, right. they're pretty happy yeah. there. So there would be that contingent. Then you'd have the sort of disaffected Republicans, corporate Democratic kind of wing, you know, it could be their own right. party. And then if that's then true, fascist, yeah, you know, way that sounds there, good, right? You know, in, in, in right field, and yeah. they can just kind of, you know, spin, spin around and have their little Fox News. Right. Sort of jerk and that, that that's you know? they can tan their balls and uh, they can <laughs> tan their balls with like some tiki torches or something right <laughs> put their tikis yeah, they, against the sun lamp and right, tan their right. ball yeah i can but they see have it. to be marginalized and see that we're not at that phase yet where these people have to be just put in their place they mm, really do no they do they have to be and not it can't be like oh take back your party this is terrible no, the, no. it has to be it has to they have to be crushed legally yeah. and peacefully Absolutely. crushed yeah. without apology and it has and it's you know joe biden i loved angry joe when i saw him he needs to come back he needs yeah. he really does michael moore had a thing about him about about joe joe biden's kind of fascinating in a way because there's there's sort of uh, Scranton Joe Biden, and then there's Delaware mm. Joe Biden. And the Delaware <laughs> Joe Biden is more of the corporate, you know, right. tax breaks to the corporations yeah. and all that. But there's also a piece of him that I, I see every once in a while I see hmm. that's like the scrappy guy from, from Scranton, Pennsylvania, right. who knew what it was like to to go without and, and had that kind of, you know, yeah. and I think that I, 
we're seeing we see we see glimpses of that. I wish I'd see more of it. Right. But when he says things like I'm on the side of you know the union workers around in the Amazon thing in New York recently, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, Joe, more of that. Come on, yeah, man. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. Because it's this is I mean, they're saying, Oh, Joe, is he going too far left? Oh. It's not about a far left. We're talking about saving democracy this is that's why you know they never call the republicans are they going too far right are they going too fascist no (laughs) they just started recently saying the the f word fascism recently i've been saying it for years and i know you have and they you know uh, and others in the actual liberal media have been saying it now it's almost alarming that the corporate media is saying it because it just goes to show you how far we've how far right we've we've come but they really are fascists what do you think is this is all about marginalizing communities i mean even though like when um that's why the the corporate media well i talk about it all the time it just drives me insane because they will point out how dangerous he is and then in the next segment they'll get out let's go to the big board and they'll talk about these friggin' polls the republicans up in the polls down in the poll and it's like just doing that it almost nullifies the the warning you just gave it's like oh they're dangerous this is an existential crisis but hey they're ahead in the polls up in the polls down in the polls you know what I mean it's like oh we're back to the old good old days of uh, and that's what it is it's yeah yeah I mean the media treats I'm I'm, I'm, I'm old let me tell you I'm old (laughs) (laughs) and I remember the very, very first time I voted was in 1976 I voted for Jimmy Carter very proud to say Mm -hmm. and um and I remember, you know, but back then, you know, there was there was a certain yeah, there were, there were lots of policy difference between a Gerald Ford and a, and, a, and a Jimmy Carter at the time. Um, but but there was there was a sense of of you could kind of almost buy into the horse race kind mm, of stuff right. then because right. because it, the parties weren't so that 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 far apart. Right. Um, but now, oh my mm-hmm. God. Oh my God! Yeah. It's like, and 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 you know, I think back to although although Nixon Nixon didn't did it, I, I lived through Nixon too. I was very young at the time, but but Nixon did did enough. I mean, but Nixon actually mm. was a choir boy, right? <laughs> compared to what we have now, really, really? So, that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, here comes here comes trouble. The got, producers the here. Producer there, huh? All right. The producers here now. Oh oh uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, producer, you just Tara, sit there. Tara Junior, Tara Junior, Junior. Tara Junior, Junior. Everybody, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And yeah. I just want to say, Tara, that that you know, something you just said before was really important. That you've been saying this for years. So mm. you you are ahead of the curve, and that's why your voice is needed. That's why the values that you were. And I'm not just saying this because I like you and all mm-hmm. that, which I do. But it's also because you, too. you espouse the values that are are, 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 are are part of the, are, are just decent. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a decency and, and a vision of what this country could be. Mm-hmm. And, and, and all the people on the chat, 
uh, yes. for the trolls, but we're doing a right. good job. Well, we got them under control. Them. Yeah. You know, that, right. that they're, that they're, they're, their hearts are in the right place too. And that's what, that's, that gives me hope as well. Right. Because without that, without people like you, people like Tom Hartman, people like Mike Malloy and Robin yeah. Kincaid, mm-hmm. I mean, God, you, 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 you keep me sane. Mm. <laughs> well, thank you. Right back at you. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So tell us, Mark, um, where can, what about you? Let's, uh, let's do some plugs and, um, okay. so your, your, yeah. your, your website, a radical, Um, it's pretty, it's, it's not the greatest website of the world. I did it myself. <laughs> so that, that tells you something. Uh, I'm not exactly a web it's better than here. Many websites, so don't well, tell yourself. Well, but anyway, short. if you're if, if folks are interested in, in 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 chatting with me, and you know, like I said, first session is free, um, and then we can, you know, and there's no strings attached. I'm not going to force you into any con- any contract. Right, or like right, that. right. I mean, and I'm, you know, because I'm retired now, and so this for me is That's something great. I've always wanted to do. That's awesome. Um, and to have a little fun, and 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 and, and to connect with the, with 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 community. Mm. And, and and also I, I do say this and I really do mean it that that you know together we really do wake up yeah. the world. Yeah. And and because we, we rely on each other. And right. I think that is a message that that resonates hopefully with with folks and um I know it resonates with me and mm-hmm. and, and let's just keep plugging along and, and knowing that we're in this together. Yeah, definitely. And that's how we will win. We, we, it yeah. is the truth. That's, you know, e pluribus unum is, has to be the action plan. And, but it starts with you, you know, a radical right. you, I don't want to be cheesy, but you know, but, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, it really is when you heal yourself or you, heal, you know, you help somebody else, you help yourself. That's, that's absolutely true. Absolutely, and, and it shows your common, your common humanity. Excuse me. It's okay. Common, oh uh-oh, uh-oh. Common humanity. Yes, exactly. Your common humanity, mm-hmm, really. Mm-hmm. Because that yeah, you? that's and that's another thing that these right wingers are really, you know, uh, sad. They're just sad. They're. It's, yeah. What is the meaning of life? You know, we're in this together. What's the meaning of an economy? We're in this together. What is the meaning of a country? We're in this together. I mean, it's that simple. Why? Right. Why? Really you simple. know. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, Mark, thank you for talking. It was great. Oh, I, I had loved. A blast. Yeah, it was awesome. And right. um, everybody on the chat is uh, very happy. And uh, hopefully, they'll go to a radicalu.com and <laughs> okay. check Maybe out. You know, I'll see you on the chat. And All righty. We'll <laughs> All, right, All right, Mark. Uh, I will talk care. to you later. All righty. Bye bye. A radical you and a radical me. All right, guys, guys, guys. That went by like, like that. That is all right, Junior. What a pain in my ass he is. I'm talking about the cat, not Mark. A radical you. I th- I think Junior Tara Junior Junior needs to go to a radical What do you think, Junior? The the camera's looking very bright. I don't know why, but. It's okay, but um, let me see. Let me see. Let me fix that. Maybe. All right, you pain in my ass. Look at this cat. Holy Christ! Look at this—he's biting my hand. All right. Um, thank you. Let me just get back here. Thank you, JD, for your super chat in pounds. You lucky bastard. And thank you, Errol Thomas, for your super chat. 
Any reason why Republic clowns can't seem to know for a fact that administrations 37, 40, and 45 remind us progressive liberals of the 06 comedy idiocracy? I don't know. I think that they're in denial. That's what it's about. Oh, Junior, I'm, I'm going to have to do... You know what? <laughs> you need to go to a radical you, you bastard. And get... Oh, no, you're not coming back here. Look at this shirt. No, it's covered in hair. Yeah, see, look at him going to town on the gold... Hey, hey. Go lay down. Go lay down. <laughs> he doesn't listen to me. Go lay down. Go lay down. He doesn't listen. Tara? Go lay down. Go lay down. Alright, I got more work to do here. <sighs> Not sure I can work with cats. <laughs> I don't know. He might be a lost cause, Mark. I'm, I'm going to take you back to North Shore Animal League. How's that? Huh? No, I would never do that. Yes, great conversation. Haiku on the chat. Oh, no. He's back. Holy shite. You, you could sit there. Just don't bite me. Don't bite my hands. The, okay, one more thing. What, what do I want to talk about? before because um, I'm not going to do a very long show tonight I'm dropping the call here thank you again Mark C aradicalu.com it was awesome we should do a regular bit I think that's a good idea I don't know about you because I need um, I need that your uh, your calming presence you know, and we were discussing having a conversation with Marks, Mark C and Mark M from Shaping Progress. Maybe that's another one, as you say, next time. Yes. And okay, one more, you know, another thing I wanted to do. I don't know if you saw this one of, I mean, everyone was talking about Mallory what's her last name um mcmorrow i don't know why it's not sticking in my head mallory mcmorrow mallory mcmorrow mallory mcmorrow okay everybody's talking about her but here's how disgusting republicans are you might have seen a, uh, i think a day before her video went viral another state representatives video went viral this ian mckay missouri actually is mallory from missouri too oh michigan another m so this ian mckay guy he's a normal person he's a he's a rep and of course in um in Missouri, like they're doing all over the country, the disgusting groomers and pedophile enablers known as the Republicans, who, are, first of all, you know how sick they are? You, everything with a Republican is either a confession or a projection, right? Uh, and just an aside, did you see Ted Cruz? 
Oh, no, 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 no. That's not nice, Junior. That's my hand. You see this bastard? He's like a Republican with my hand. <laughs> he just wants pet. It's not good. All right, sit over here. Sit here and shut up. Yeah, shut up, producer. All right, producer. We'll put... You be good, producer. Be a good producer. Is that better, producer? You like that? Okay, good. No, I have to have at least one hand. All right. But, um, so Ted Cruz said that the next thing you know uh mickey and pluto are gonna uh, are gonna um disney is going to i don't know how did he put it that mickey is gonna mickey mouse going at it Crit critics have mocked senator ted cruz which should have a question mark because what is he is he a senator he's more of a podcaster after he suggested that D Disney cartoons might feature Mickey Mouse and Pluto having sex with each other. You see, they're sick. They're sick. That's why they're all about grooming and pedophiles, and it's all projection with them. Whoever, who would think of this crap? They're disgusting. So that's the way it has to be with, with Democrats. Democrats have to come out and, and call him disgusting. Not only is he a disgusting traitor, he's a disgusting pedophile, groomer. I mean, a, what is that even a, I don't know, not, no, no, no. Excuse me, let me rewind. A, what do you call it when somebody is into sex with cartoon characters? Does that have a name yet? All right. Stop it. You painted my ass. Get up there. You stay up there. What a bastard. He's like acting so Republican suddenly. Holy shit, he's coming back. Where is he? I feel like I'm... <laughs> I feel like it's Jaws. <laughs> bum, bum. I'm going to need a bigger podcast chair bigger desk Cruz made the remarks during a recording of his podcast the verdict with Ted Cruz as part of his disapproval of Disney he thinks that this is a normal way to be so if you think that that Mickey Mouse and Pluto are gonna go at it uh, what are you doing, Ted Cruz? I'm sure your daughters watch Disney all the time. That's how disgusting and, and um, you know, how what a bunch of hypocrites they are. And Mark is right. Mark C. from eradicalu.com. I think that the, these fascist freaks taking on Disney, they're going to, it's going to bite them in the ass. Anyway. But I was going to say I couldn't believe it when I heard that, but it's, I'm, I'm fooling myself. Of course I believed it. I just can't believe 
that um, they just they keep going lower and lower. That's probably what I can't believe that this is a legitimate political party that Democrats are like, take back your party. No, um, Ted Cruz is a traitor, and he's all, he also fantasizes about cartoons having sex. So what, and also, you know what, besides that, does anybody else remember, remember when Ted Cruz on his, on his Twitter page accidentally liked a porn site? Remember that? He liked a tweet from a porn site. It was up on his Twitter account. But then, of course, because he's a member of the Party of Personal Responsibility, he blamed a staffer. He said it was one of his staffers made an honest mistake. Yeah, an honest mistake surfing porn on a congressman's so-called, well, not congressman, a so-called senator's Twitter site. So while a staffer was at work on your Twitter page, supposedly, he liked, he was watching porn, watching and liking porn. So that, obviously he's lying. It was him. He was watching porn. I mean, whatever. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to, kink shame him I don't care he's just a hypocrite Ted Cruz reiterated on Wednesday that he was not the person who highlighted an explicit Twitter post that made the senator the target for viral mockery it was not me and it is not going to happen again Cruz said in an interview with CNN's Dana Bash remember that See, look, here's, here's what Ted Cruz does with his time. Let's put aside, well, let's not put it aside. This is what he's doing on your dime. Okay? This is what he's doing. He's doing podcasts. He's lying about Pluto and Mickey having sex. He's lying. He's stoking insurrection, and he's cruising and, and surfing porn. Maybe he's cruising. It's unreal. And, uh, but he's a Christian. He's a Christian. And that's another thing that Mallory, um, McCor- Mc- McMorrow pointed out. How the, the hypocrite who attacked her as a groomer because she's not a freaking bigot hypocrite like she is, like the Republican is, she pointed out what a fake-ass Christian the bitch was and is. Look, you want to get sick? Look at Ted Cruz. Look at his freaking face in this. I think he changed that picture, though. I mean, look at that gross looking off into the distance. Is that him? That's his wistful looking into the future. 
follow me and you too can stoke an insurrection for a tax cheating draft dodging con man with a fake university shameless oh it was an honest mistake so it was an honest mistake well what was with it was there any who was it was there any disciplinary actions against a staffer who was who was surfing porn on your twitter page while supposedly working for the people you see i don't know i i remembered that i don't know why anybody else didn't bring it up Oh, bro. Someone was a staff member who accidentally hit the wrong button, the Texas senator told CNN. I don't know about you, but porn never just accidentally pops up on my Twitter feed. It was an honest mistake, he said. Cruz declined to identify the staff member. Because he doesn't exist. On Tuesday morning, reporters waited outside the Capitol to question him. Oh, frig. Here he comes. Here comes my problem producer. He said a number of people in his office have access to his account. Unreal. So they all... It could have been anybody cruising porn because no one's actually working for their constituents just like Madison Cawthorn that's the other thing I wanted to talk about how the staffer for Madison Cawthorn's well an ex-staffer I guess he's just disgruntled said that Madison Cawthorn oh what a surprise is a liar who doesn't give a shit about his constituents? Of course he doesn't. In fact, he admitted it right off the get-go when he was elected, so-called, to his position, whatever the hell he, he is. He said that he was he is not focusing on, on legis- legislation. He was building his staff around comms, communications. Because, you know, it's who, who needs comms? I mean, who needs a, a, a staff that, that deals with constituent services when all you're doing there is, is padding your own Twitter profile? Right? Well, before I get into the last thing, but here, here. A former Madison Cawthorn staffer calls the congressman a bad person and a habitual liar and claimed his district office had more liquor bottles than water bottles. (sighs) Really? Could you imagine if this was a Democrat? A former district staffer for North Carolina Rep, Madison Cawthon, I just read that. Well, well, that's what it says. Calls the lawmaker a bad person and a habitual liar. Of course he's a bad person. He beats up trees. How good can you be? What kind of a good person beats the shit out of half-dead trees? Right? Aren't you... Wouldn't you want to be nice to a tree? As far as the candidate himself, I mean, he's just a bad person, said former Cawthorn staffer Lisa Wiggins. Oh, she's probably uh, a disgruntled bitch. 
well, I don't know what she was doing working for him, but in a secretly recorded phone call with David Wheeler, the president of the political action committee called fire Madison Cawthorn. He's a habitual liar and he's going to say and do anything he can to your face, but behind your back, he's completely opposite. Well, he sounds like a Republican, doesn't he? While the recording was made without Wiggins' knowledge, North Carolina has one-party consent, wiretapping law, blah, blah, blah. The recording was uploaded to the Fire Madison Cawthorn PAC website. During the call, Wiggins said Cawthorn was barely reachable by his constituents and that there was, oh, there was no way you can get a meeting with him unless he's trying to pull some votes. She also noted that she had personally closed many of the congressman's district offices because he didn't have enough caseworkers to man them. I know that because I drove and closed them all, Wiggins said. He didn't care. He doesn't care about his constituents. He does not care. That's her words. She also remarked that Cawthon's district office had more liquor bottles than water bottles and that the employees were drinking like crazy. People need to know how this man really is, Wiggins told Wheeler. He's still got a lot of people fooled. A representative for Cawthon did not immediately respond to a request for comment. However, The Hill obtained a brief statement from Cawthon's spokesperson, Luke Ball, who called Wiggins' accusations veritably false. Oh, wait, wait, veritably? No, <laughs> verifiably false, or veritably, more accurately. We believe these comments potentially amount to defamation of character. Yeah, okay, it's like, is that like Trump? He's going to sue for libel and slander in two weeks? and are exploring options to ensure the congressman's name emerges from the slanderous of remarks unscathed. Yeah, sure. I, I hope one of the corporate media follows up on this, but I'm sure they won't. This'll fall by the wayside. Hey, how about those um, avenues you're exploring, the defamation of character? How can you defame somebody's character who has no character? Don't you have to have character to defame it? The new allegation, well, the only characters they have are going at it. Like, like Mickey and Pluto in their mind. The new allegations about Cawthorn come after a rough month for the scumbag. Um, editorializing. In March, Cawthorn was publicly chastised by his filthy fascist Republican Party leaders for claiming that he witnessed sexual perversion. He's talking about his own mind. He was on the Ted Cruz podcast dreaming about um, bestiality with cartoon characters. Right? When he said that members of Washington's elite invited him to orgies and are doing cocaine <laughs> in front of him. Yeah, hey, we're having a little um, sexual gathering, sec yeah, a sexual get-together. You want to come? 
What? Are you inviting me to a what? Yeah, we're having a little, um, get a gathering of uh, sexual parts. You want to come? You know, pee-pee parts. We're going to have pee-pees at a party. Pee-pee party. That's what they should call it. It's a bunch of Republicans. It's the pee-pee party. Just make sure your pee-pee is dressed appropriately. You know what I mean? Tallywhackers. If you got a tallywhacker, that's another thing that fucking asshole said. I can't believe I have to explain it. What a woman is. No tallywhacker. Oh my God. These people are infants. That's what I explained to my nephew when he was two. Right? In response, Cawthorn has criticized the GOP's leaders for weakening the GOP's platform and blame the media. Of course, because that's the party of personal responsibility, taking absolutely no responsibility for anything. Uh-oh. What's going on on the chat? I want to see something here. Hmm? What is that? Why are you... Well, I just wanted to see what that was. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bum, bum, ba, da, bum. Why are you putting Z's on everything, Greg? Not having a good time? Okay. Let me see. Thank you, Haiku. Okay, one last thing. The same comment over and over. Thank you, Haiku. You're snoring? If you're snoring, why don't you take a nap? Go away and take a nap a little bit. Get some rest. Like Junior here, he needs some rest too. All right. Um, one last thing. I wanted to see. <laughs> it seemed that way, Haiku. Key was stuck. Let me see. Okay. Um, well, where was I? Where was I? This here's here's something I just wanted to point out. Um, the I'm not sure if this went as viral as um, our friend Mallory McMorrow's speech went, but Ian, uh, the reason I'm playing this. Uh, hold on a second. I'm sorry, Greg. I'm sorry. If this is if I'm not working fast enough for you. So Ian Missouri Rep Ian McKay delivered an impassioned speech while challenging a bill that would allow schools to restrict transgender athletes 
participation in sports. And let me play it. Let me play this, some of it. Thank God I made it out, and I think every day of the kids who are still there. I have so enjoyed working with you on so many issues in this building. And you know how I feel about this. And, and this is, a, just hold this. on a minute. Hold on. And your brother wanted to tell you that he was gay, didn't he? Um, he was uh, expressing that to the family, and he thought that, uh, that we would hold that against him and not let my children be around him. Why do you think he thought that? I, I don't know. I, it, uh, it never would have happened, I'll tell you that. Oh, my, yeah, sure. My, my kids at that, that point in their life adored my, uh, my brother. Can I tell you, if I were your brother, I would have been afraid to tell you, too. Well, I'm sorry. I would have been afraid to tell you, too, because of stuff like this. Because this is what you're focused on. This is the legislation you want to put forward. This is what consumes your time. I would have been afraid to tell you, too. I was afraid of people like you growing up, and I grew up in Hickory County, Missouri. I grew up in a school district that would vote tomorrow to put this in place. And for 18 years, I walked around with nice people like you who took me to ball games, who told me how smart I was, and who went to the ballot and voted for crap like this. And I couldn't wait to get out. I couldn't wait to move to a part of our state that would reject this stuff in a minute. I couldn't wait. And thank God I made it. Thank God I made it out. And I think every day of the kids who are still there, who haven't made it out, who haven't escaped from this kind of bigotry. Mm. Gentlemen, I'm not afraid of you anymore because you're gonna lose. You may win this today, but you're going to lose. Absolutely. Okay. Powerful and unapologetic, and that's how you do it. But let me just read to you the the scumbag's response. The person who presented the bill, Representative Chuck Bays, or sponsored it, B-A-S-Y-E, okay? Here's his response. And I want to vomit. Representative Ian McKay is a loudmouth crybaby. Can you believe this? These these scumbags. He was campaigning on the floor of the Missouri House of Representatives. He is worried about his reelection and his rhetoric during the debate has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the amendment. Bullshit. I off the amendment I offered to House Bill 2140 during the three-hour debate. The radical Democrats attacked my character and made many slanderous accusations, explanation point. Exclamation. That's, you know what I mean. I was called a Nazi. Let's, well, if you're a Nazi, if you're targeting minority groups with legislation 
then you're a freaking Nazi. Okay, but I would like to see these Nazi Nazi charges, even though if it acts like a Nazi and talks like a Nazi and votes like a Nazi, it's a Nazi. They called me a Nazi, a misogynist. Hello? Maybe if you're being called a Nazi and a misogynist, then you maybe need to look at yourself a little. A supporter of sexual assault and abuse, and I was aligned with North Korea, Russia, and Iran! Exclamation point. Well, if it's legislating against the targeted minority group du jour based on nothing but bigotry, then it is, um, you're, you're, you're aligned with North Korea, Russia, and Iran. It didn't phase, this is, this is the, the kicker. It didn't phase me at all. I went home afterwards, enjoyed a delicious glass of Maker's 47 bourbon, then laid down and slept like a baby. Exclamation point, exclamation point. And that's the person who, the representative McKay was saying, oh, your brother's gay. Your brother didn't want to tell you he was gay, right? Because he's afraid. He was afraid you would reject him. Your family would reject him, like, because of garbage, bigoted garbage, like this piece of legislation that you're sponsoring, in spite of the fact that you have a gay brother. And I hope your brother rejects you, for Christ's sake. But, you know, we're all supposed to just be like, oh, nothing. That's just politics. No, it's not. It's our lives. It's our lives. It's all our lives. It's the country. I don't care if you're gay or not. This is the kind of country you want to live in? A bigoted cesspool of Nazis who target minority groups and spread lies. Why? Because you can't fathom living in an actual multiracial democratic republic that works for more than just the white, pasty-faced, pudgy assholes who want to tan their balls. You know? Because you're so inadequate. You're so underwhelming. And you know it. Without your privilege... But you think that we'd all find out how inadequate you are, but we already know by your actions. The hate. The, it never stops with these right-wingers. It doesn't matter if they have a family member or any. It doesn't matter. They're disgusting. And that's why I take it personally myself, not, not him. I take it personally. If, I, if my family members vote Republican, I take it personally. I do. 
I take it personally. It's like, oh, you love me and you're go- you're voting Republican. You're voting for a Nazi party that legislates against my equal citizenship. How dare you? You think that's okay? Oh, it's just politics. I'm just a fiscal. I'm fiscal Republican. I like the fiscal. What fiscal? You're a friggin' bigot. That's what you are, and you're a racist. You're not fiscal my ass. Because when you say fiscal, that means you don't like brown people. And you're, you've been duped. You've been duped by the uh, Reaganomics. Yeah. Oh, uh, we don't want to see a no, uh, big buck. How many of you get all upset when you see a big buck? Big black book online with food stamps. Oh, what is that? Or that welfare queen rolling up in a limo. Anything to defy this freaking country. And now they're going back. You know, I thought, I, I guess I was naive. Because recently we were talking about their attacks on trans people. And I was like, oh, they don't get the same bang for their buck out of going after gays anymore. So they're going for trans people. And that's true. But they're still recycling it. They got to go. They're going back to the same bigoted well again and again and again. And they're not letting go of the... uh, They can legislate and 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 spread hate around gays doesn't matter how far we we've come they want to drag us back that's the truth and they're going to they're going to keep dragging us back until we put on the brakes and stop them and we crush them legally and peacefully Without apology. But this is who they are. They're cruel. They're unfit. They're inept. And they have no business being anywhere near the halls of power. It didn't phase you at all to legislate against a minority group du jour? You piece of dirt. You went home afterwards? After listening to your fellow representatives' experience... Growing up as a gay young man with bigots like you who said such nice things. They took them to ball games. They said, you're so smart. you got a great future. And then they voted for bigoted bills against his very existence. But you went home afterwards, enjoyed a delicious glass of Maker's 47 bourbon and laid down and slept like a baby. Well, I wouldn't put it past you because you are sick. And you want to make this whole country as sick as you and not just the country, the friggin' world. You're all sick, Republicans. If only you had the courage to get help. Really, the world would be a better place. That's what I've been saying for years. For years, I've been saying, get the help you desperately need and stop inflicting your manias on society. 
You know, there is a society. Because if it wasn't, if there weren't a society, you effers would F off to a desert island and leave us normal people, patriots, alone to have a society that works for more than just the one pasty percent. That you want to trickle on you. After, the, after they tan your balls, you want them to lick your balls and trickle all over your mouth. I mean, you, it's pathological. And that while you're jerking off to Mickey and Pluto going at it, right? At a sexual party. You want to have a sexual get-together with Madison Cawthorn and uh, Lauren Boebert, with whose husband, and they're both banned from a bowling alley because her husband showed his underwhelming penis to underage girls. He can't. He couldn't keep it in his pants. It was so underwhelming. But that's. I mean, this is who they are. They're sick. You see, if Democrats do things like that, they are drummed out of the party. But Republicans, they get promoted. They get. They fundraise off of that shit, and then they project. Then they start calling decent people. You know, the very things that they are. The, the way they went after Katanji Brown Jackson, right? And then they have the nerve to celebrate this, this unfit Trump appointee who doesn't even have, she, she can't even rub two dimes together to, to make her experience. You know what I mean? She's got like five years experience. And they go after, they went after Katanji Brown Jackson. Now, Tara Jr. Hey, 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 hey. Stop that. Ray is good. This goes on all day. Look at Junior. (laughs) He's like, I mean, Ray's only been here a year and a half now. He's, every time he sees Ray. <sighs> Ray is good. That's what I have to do all day. Ray is good. And then I pet them and I give them treats. I have to feed them together. I have to. It never stops. Oh, my Lord. All right. Listen up, guys. What is going on? Is Did Greg crack up or something Greg is cheering for Putin what's happening Junior what's happening Terry Junior (laughs) that mother voice right play Dave on the chat I hear my mother when I do things like that I do hear my mother I hear my own mother's voice because I guess I sound like my mother Sometimes when I was growing up and I was living at home and the phone would ring, I'd say, hello, and the person on the other end would say, Jeannie? That was my mother's name. I was like, no, it's Tara. <laughs> Guess we sound the same. I know, I sound, sound, yes, I know, FYI Nation, I know, it's Thomas. Ray is good, that's what I have to say all day. Ray is good. Ray is good. See? You hear? 
Ray is good. Ray is good. Ray is good. <laughs> you beg to differ? Ray is good. Ray, Ray. <laughs> Ray is good. He's good. What can you do? Ray is good. Ray, Ray. Come here, honey. Come here, boo-boo. Oh, he sees Junior over here. He's like, I ain't going over there. Ray, Ray, you're so good. You are good. I love that cat. I love them all. Even you. No, I love him most of all, but... All right, you're a bastard. You're a... Oh, I think he's been watching a lot of Jimmy Dore. You probably have. Greg, come back. Come back to the normal side of life. We miss you, Greg. Where you been? All right, my friend. Listen up. Listen up. Liking Putin. Yeah, I don't like Putin. No, no, that's a problem. That is a problem. All right, listen up, my friends. Let's see what happens. Yeah, that's why Greg has to come back to Terror community, the Terror Buster community, right? Yes, Ray, Ray has no problem with Francis Jr. Jr. And Tara Jr. Jr. has no problem with Francis Jr. Jr. I don't know what it is, why Tara just can't get over Ray. I don't understand why, what it is. All right, my friends, listen up. Um, Greg, come back to the Tara Buster community. And uh, remember... Oh, and I want to thank you, Mark C., for hanging out and go to a radicalu.com and take a free session with Mark. It's tough times. We need each other. We stick together, we win. That is what you will find on at a radicalu.com. You know, we're on the right side of history. All right. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Guys, I want to thank you. Oh, my God, it's almost 11. I have to get up early tomorrow, so I'm going to... I got to go to bed. Right? I got to go... I got to get unconscious. I need unconsciousness. I don't know. I just do. But... Hopefully, I don't know when I'm, I mean, we will definitely have our Friday night show, but, oh, it's already Wednesday. I probably won't be able to do a show tomorrow, but that doesn't mean you can't become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevil or go to aradicalu.com and we will win. Tell your friends about the show and everything else. Also, you can join us on our Discord page. In the link in the chat. And also, tomorrow, you can... Tomorrow at 9 a.m., check out FYINation.com for The Nosy Liberal with Thomas Reynolds. I think Jim might be there. Maybe I'll be there. Maybe. Because... We are on the right side of history. 
We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you so much, everyone. I want to thank all the super chatters, Richard W., Jim, J.D., and Errol. We stick together. We win. And Mark C. I will see you. My name is Tara Devlin. Yes, this is Tara Jr. Jr. Hear him? You hear him? I'll see you guys. I'll see you Friday night.